Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Hello listeners and welcome back to yet again another episode of the Beautiful Game Podcast. As always, I'm your host Budge and I'm joined by my two faithful co-conspirators Dot and Ditch. How are we gentlemen? I'm good Budge man, how are you? I'm very well man, I'm very well. How's, how's the weekend been for you guys? Yeah, it's been good Budge. We had a, a wedding again yesterday. Oh, yeah. Part two, yeah, because you know in Africa there's traditional yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's the white wedding. So yeah, okay. yesterday was fantastic lovely vibes mm-hmm. you know a lovely occasion and yeah it was it went down a treat and we both enjoyed ourselves a lot of Shout dancing stuff, <laughs> <laughs> everyone was just drinking we know you got a solid track record for that innit how about you Budge like we don't really Oh, Do you know what? Yeah. This weekend's been a good weekend, man. A fairly chilled one. I um I went to see the boxing on on Friday. Okay. Uh, went to see Dan Aziz and support Dan Aziz. So big mm. shout out to him. Um, mm. but it was it was good, man. There was some 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 you know, uh, familiar faces there as well. Mm. Um, I managed to get a few pictures with um <laughs> with Anthony Yard, oh, Joshua Boatsi, Lawrence Sacconi. <laughs> Do you know what it was? Because uh, it, obviously, because I'm 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 quite a big. Uh, boxing fan, yeah, so yeah. having watched all of these, um, all of these boxers, their careers, you know, what I mean, right from their their first professional fights. So mm. it was like it was a moment, you know. Yeah, what I mean, I, I saw enjoyed... the pictures, man. You're rubbing shoulders with the who's who of boxing. That, that's it. All man. the young that's guns it. coming up. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> so yeah, man, it was it, it was great, man. It was, a, it, was, it was a great night. Definitely one uh, something that I want to do a, a lot more often, man. Yeah. So so that's all good. Um, so listeners, we also have um, two very special guests on on the pod. One you will be certainly familiar with if you've uh, you, you, you've sort of followed us on our journey up until this point. Um, our Spanish correspondent, none other than Ishmael. <laughs> now I'm just putting a disclaimer out there, right? Um, just just so you guys are aware, Ishmael does not suffer from narcolepsy. 
Okay, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying that because it's been it's been 48 hours since he slept um, uh, at all. Right after the after Barcelona clinched the title <laughs> at the weekend, so he's not slept a wink. He's he, he's been up, he's been partying, he's been enjoying himself for forty eight hours. So if he falls asleep on the pod, again, like I said, he's he's not narcoleptic. It's just that he's a bit tired. You know what I mean? So um, so so bear with him, what, right? Trying to say we're boring, no, man. You know you you you've been up. All night, forty-eight hours, man. And you know what I mean? It's 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 hard to stay awake. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. And we also have a, a, a new guest on the pod for, uh, today. Uh, he goes by the name of Tun. What's, what's happening, man? He's he's, he's, a, hello, he's a hello, hello, hello. <laughs> he's a, he's a United fan. Um, you guys, you guys can't <laughs> see it now, but he has a very, very well. Uh, kept and looked after beard. So, um, if, if, so you you just need to see it to be able to to see very clearly that he's the guy that that provides uh, Paul Pogba with his hair grooming product. <laughs> Graham Sooners, if you're listening, I know you've had a few gripes and, and, and issues with Paul Pogba and he's changing hairstyles. He's not the man that you're after. It's this guy here. It's, 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 it's Tunt here, man. So, you know, if, if you want any further details, I can share his address with you. We can pick it up offline for a small fee. I'm, I'm happy to do that. <laughs> yeah. Wood always loves his commission, bro. 10%. <laughs> cool man so um, I think it's only right that we kick things off today with um, the United and Chelsea game um, a perfectly poised tie it was definitely one of those ones that you know everyone was 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 watching to, just to see as we as we always say you know what it means for um, the changing landscape of the of, of the top four um, as an Arsenal fan especially after our result which we're going to go into uh, in, in a bit more detail in a little while um, I was sat thinking to myself, de- we definitely need a, a draw. Above everything else, you know, we, we, we can't have either one of those teams yeah, winning. No, 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 a draw would be the perfect result for I, us. I, I thought you needed a, a Man United win today. I think that would have been better off for Arsenal than a draw. No? The thing so is, if, if, the top if, four in Chelsea's hands. Because I think if, if United had won, then that would have meant that both them and Chelsea would have been on 67 points and we would have been on 66 Okay, so yeah, so so at the moment it's like it, it worked out quite quite well for us. And like I said, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in more detail. But I just wanted to get your um, your feedback and your thoughts on on the game today. Um, how, how did it go, Tun? Let's start with you, man. What 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 are your thoughts? To be honest, mm. I, I thought it was a it was a fair result, but from the way we started, I thought yeah, from the way we started, I thought it was gonna be a I thought we'd win it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. the one no, I thought oh yeah, if we carry on going like this. Like it's in the back, and mm. then the hair did what the hair does at the moment. He's <laughs> <laughs> self imploded. <laughs> yeah, and I, but I don't know what's going on with him at the moment, but I think he's cost us the three points there. Um, obviously, we still had opportunities to score, mm. attack, and whatnot, but the way I see it, top four's gone for us now, as in there's no, mm. there's no way back because there's no way Chelsea or Arsenal aren't winning one of the, the next two games. Mm. Mm. So if Chelsea win one of their games, it's definitely gone for us. Yeah, yeah. If you, I, because of where you guys are at the moment, mm. I can't see you guys dropping any more points. Any more points yeah. mm. Obviously, um, this is Oli's um, biggest defender. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he's pointing at this, yeah, by the way. I'm ready, I'm ready. You know, yeah. at the wedding yesterday, apparently was taking the scene so you can potentially... To be honest, 
with Man United, we've seen them, you know, lose a few games. They lost the Manchester derby. It was a decent game for the first half, but anyone that watched the game, you knew that it was going, you know, it was more towards City because yeah. they were exerting Man United. Man United were panicking and hurrying their um, defensive clearances. Then City, their quality just shone through. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, it's a complex issue because... The Chelsea game or the City game? No, I'm just going back. I'm okay. going to come into okay. the city, um, yeah. to the Chelsea game. Mm. Obviously, United took the lead. It was a world-class ball by Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, then Luke Shaw, you know, squared it. Then Mata. I was surprised that Mata started. started. People yeah. were just saying he's starting because he's birthday. birthday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that was funny. But um, yeah, as Tun said, David De Gea read his ugly head yet again. We keep seeing him gift opposition goals and lose his team points. Over the years, this has been a man... That's one his team points. And yeah. he cost them today because Man United were playing well. Chelsea were under the cosh. Then it's culminated in, um, you know... Yeah, but then, that's, that's easier said than done. You can't... It's easy to say now that the game is over that Decay have cost them. He did. He did. He did. Of course, of course. Of course, he shouldn't be making that mistake. Mm. But how many games has he saved during this season? Definitely. I know he hasn't yeah. been great, no. but over the past De- few years, he's bailed out Man United several times. Yeah, but we're talking about this season. I've seen, okay, I've seen, how, comes, how comes his teammates couldn't dust themselves down yeah. and bail out the gayer? All right, so I've seen the argument online today about how he's bailed us out over the years, and I fully, fully hear it. But as of now, it, it doesn't matter. Yes, it's true. And the reason I say that is because uh, you're in a must-win game. Mm. Your goalkeeper, as in, again, as, as you said, he's been pretty much been a talisman for us. Mm has let you down in that way. It's like, yeah. as, as much as it's a game of two halves, you've got 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. When you're looking back and you're seeing that, confidence literally drains from you. As in, when you see a keeper make a massive mistake like that, it's, yeah. it's hard to come yeah, back from mentally. So and and, and that, that backs up my point about this Man United team. Mm-hmm. They're not there mentally. They're not. They're, they're, not, they're, they're not, not strong not. enough. They, do, not. they don't have enough to mm-hmm. actually... Yeah. Finishing top four. That's that's what it is. That's the problem. Right. That's there's a there's a big problem with most Man United fans, myself included, where we have to remember it's been six years since we've actually been good. I As think in, what it is that these players have been built up with a overinflated population. Yeah, population, like, like it, they're not as good it's as because as what we think it's they because are. they play for Man United. Mm. And so I was having an argument in my group chat today about Pogba, and I was saying I don't think he's world class. Mm-hmm. And everyone said to me. You're crazy, you're this, you're that. And I said, if you, if you list the players that we currently call world-class mm-hmm. at the moment, they all, make, they, they all improve their teams, as in their teammates perform better playing with them. Pogba doesn't bring that to the table, as in it's really sad that United, everything goes through Pogba, which is why we're struggling. There isn't a creative bone in anyone else. In, there's matter, but matter's legs are gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. When Pogba's not playing, you see it. When Pogba's having a good game, we will win that game. If Pogba has an off day, we're not winning the game. So where do you stand with Paul Pogba? Because there's rumours coming out that he might be sold or he might leave the club. Do you want him to stay or do you want him to go? Um, I'm easy either way. I'd, obviously, I prefer him to stay because on his day, I think he's class. But that's the thing. If you're a world-class player, a fan shouldn't say that. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I agree with you. The way I see it is we've lost better players and we've been fine like yes. in the past so. yeah but the thing is is that do you trust your the top brass at Manchester United to get the signings right absolutely not <laughs> I agree with you yeah, so yeah. you're saying that you don't mind selling Pogba but if you sell Pogba you now need to replace him yes. you know what it is it's because we need to we actually have to rebuild but it's not even a case of oh I've seen people say you've got to build around Pogba Pogba's not a player you build around 
So, so you, you think he's a luxury so player? He's a luxury player, so definitely. You see him in the same category as like a Meza Ozil, where these guys they've got quality, but they're not. They, they fly to the yeah, yeah, yeah. they fly to the sea. Yeah, definitely. I think Meza Ozil, you cannot put him in that uh, category. Ozil at his peak was ten times better than Pogba. I'm, I'm but I mean, have we seen his peak in England? Because um, Ozil was actually one of my favourite players before yeah. coming to England. Well. Probably his first two seasons with Alec, with Sanchez, I think, maybe. That's it. Really? I think still it was moments. He, yeah, he's a, he's a moments he player. So you think he peaked at Real Madrid? You don't think he peaked at Real Madrid? Yes, he peaked. I don't think he really discovered that kind of form in England. I'm not I'm saying that he's been bad, but I don't think he's discovered that yeah. you know, that real world class fans on I think Man United should sell Pogba, but the problem is Real Madrid is rebuilding and Bayern Munich is rebuilding and United is not getting Champions League. So whoever you're gonna get right now, he's only coming for the money. Yeah. He's not coming but, to but make United great again. When you flip that on his head, if we do sell Pogba, it's a case of who do we bring in? That's, 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 that's a problem. huge problem. That's not really the problem. And, and where the real problem is, is, is the ball. You don't have faith in them to, to sell Pogba for potentially 90 million and reinvest that money into the playing squad. And that's where the problem lies. You don't have the support network supporting Oli to don't, get things right. I don't summer. even think it's just the board. Because if you um, if you look across the road, I see it's the, it's the infrastructure. As in, before Guardiola came, they were preparing for him, as in they put football people in certain positions, as in from yeah. like Barcelona, yeah, Barcelona, and like the whole scouting network chain, yeah, like the whole scouting network. Yeah. This is where I grew up with Mourinho as well. Is it's horrible. We've got about a hundred scouts scattered all over the world who send in like reports, but it's not. There isn't a like. See before when we had Fergie and stuff, Fergie himself will go and see this or that player. You see Fergie at the most wayward matches and you think, oh, what's he doing there? But now it's, you've got a man in Norway talking about this person. You've got a man in France mm. who will tell you, oh, this person might be okay. But like, our scouting network needs a lot of work. Okay, so, so if you have to say the next steps Man United need to take in yeah. the summer in terms of a real rebuild process, yeah. what, what would you do? Get rid of Ed Woodward. I think one of the huge problems that you've had is that you've been focusing on City City wanted Alexis oh no let me go and sign Alexis Fred the same thing Mm -hmm. and while at that time because last season you finished second you forgot about Liverpool Liverpool didn't play for the league last last year for almost the second half of the season so they rebuilt Mm -hmm. they become better than you and they're almost at City's level and now you are behind them again Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a long, last year was to me we were lucky to finish second yes. yeah Mourinho even said it yeah, yeah, the, yeah, squad, is, the, the squad isn't there like if you just list our squad on paper it yes. is so bad I, I can't believe that Phil Jones is still it is man it is Phil Jones is still there I've always said this I've always said this as in like since Fergie left we've averaged sixth place in six years that's our average finishing um, place, so that okay, so you know what? Let, let's call this thing this thing. Marshall, what's your view on it? I'm still Marshall FC, by the way. But that, <laughs> point, <laughs> that point has to go, honestly. As in, go. Yeah, I think again at Man United, we have too many moments players. As in, there isn't, a, there's no consistency. There isn't, mm. a, as much as you say, there's no leaders in our squad. Sometimes you literally just have to take responsibility and play. 
as a, we don't have for that. me there is leaders in the Man United team but they're not in their environment to be leaders that's all it is Paul oh, Pogba see him in the French team he's the leader you saw him running in the know. team because no, he, he gave a speech no. I don't know David if he's the leader David De Gea is the leader yeah no. No, I, think, I don't agree I think there's a lack of winners in our team there isn't a winning mentality you see before we had a squad of players who've been there done it and if we add um, little bits of quality here and there we don't have that now I was, looking, I was watching um, you know when Premiership years comes on yeah, and all yeah. of that I was watching when we had Tevez, Rooney, Ronaldo and I was just looking at the team yeah. even players like Darren Fletcher or Park yeah, G-Sung yeah. them players that step up we don't have yeah. a, you know I'm not I'm not a fan of Herrera but Herrera is our only player that's of that ilk as in yeah. in the whole squad at the moment yeah. yes. wait Tom's talking about stepping up I want this guy to um, step up in his sins. <laughs> 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 what sins? What, what, what sins are you talking about? Tell us about Oli. What's, what's yeah, Oli, obviously, what's going on now? There's been When he came in, we all saw that <laughs> bounce effect. We saw that man. bounce effect, but I think what's actually happened, when you had the bounce effect, people were saying, oh, it's Mourinho's fault, blah, blah, blah. But now these players have hit a plateau, mm-hmm. so now we can all see that it's the players because mm-hmm. the same problems are starting to rear his head. So before Mourinho was looking bad, and now the emphasis is okay, now going back onto the. The point is, before um, Mourinho got sacked, you said it's Mourinho. So now all of a sudden it's only yeah. it's now the players. So so you need to make your mind. Up. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's definitely the players. We're seeing that it's the players. The players are starting to rear their ugly head. They're showing signs, distressing signs that they were showing under Mourinho. So, so it's clear honest, to see, and everyone can honest, see that. It tun, tuns. What's your view on Oli no, as well? I'm gonna. First of all, before we go to Tons, let me just say something because mm. I'm going to call this made a state. Mm. If Klopp had that team, if Pep Guardiola had that team, if Maurizio Pochettino, who was my 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 candidate of choice, mm-hmm. had that team, completely different story. I agree. Man United will be in the top four. Fact. Hundred percent. I think it's a bit, you know, cheeky to say that Oli when he came in, eleven points, eleven points, eleven points behind. How many points behind the top four are Man United now? Yeah, it's yeah, true, but he, he's done. Yeah, you know, the, the, yeah. the irony behind that eleven points is that Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea—they have been in terrible form. That's true, but Man United still had to win the games. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. so, so Oli had a good run of games when he came in. Hence why he to be the honest. Back. To be honest, we've seen now that the problem is not Oli. It's not Mourinho. It's the recruitment. As you said, Ed Woodward needs footballing people around him. Yeah. Look at Liverpool and City's infrastructure. There's football people around the managers, and yeah. Man United yeah. haven't got that. Yeah. So until the they get that right, until they until they get that, then they're going to continue to be in free fall. And yeah. the thing about it, City and Liverpool, they're not letting up. At We're all. seeing continuous improvement yeah. in the summer. They're going to go again. Yeah. So this gap but is going to keep getting bigger and bigger, bigger. And Man United, they're going to fall into the doldrums. And yeah, but that was my point. Is that at the end of the day, you guys were saying that how can you compare all these to, to Klopp or well, Pep? Yeah. But I'm sorry yeah. to say that's his competition. Yeah, and yeah. as you, as a Man United fan, can you see him bridging that gap between those two? Absolutely. With Oli, I don't think we know anything about him in terms of. Let's be honest. Yeah, you can't just say so much. Managers are only as good as their tools. Yeah, but at the same point, and the tools that he's got are not good enough. We've seen that. We've seen them again. He got that job based on sentiment. Yes, that's the problem. And I think that's Man United's problem since they. Even even through Fergie, we've always been a sentimental team. Mm-hmm. As in, it's always been yeah, emotional. You make emotional. Decisions based. As in, that's always been. Oh, we need to replace a Paul Scholes. So you're looking for a 
Two and now we haven't replaced Paul Scholes. You're looking for a Roy Keane. Two and now we haven't re- replaced Roy Keane. And even him getting the job, it's sentiment. It's sentiment because uh, yeah. there's no way a manager from the Nor- Norwegian league is going <laughs> 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 so to. So it's going to come. Like I get you got the results, but so when you have a caretaker manager, his job is to come in and make, and make the players happy. As in that he's there, he's there to appease the players pretty much. But the moment he's got that the permanent job it becomes a these players have to perform for the manager yes and again like he said I think if it was a Pochettino these players would have performed through that spell and they'd be performing now because I don't know what it is but if you look at that Spurs team they shouldn't be anywhere near the top four I agree like, anywhere I near think, obviously Oli forced their hand with what he done at PSG I think yeah, yeah, yeah. there was momentum gathering there was the songs gathering the players were coming out and saying we want this guy as our manager yeah. so obviously to keep the players happy the board I, made I, it I, I think, I think I, as an yeah. elite level board you're meant to be ruthless and mm. cold in yeah. this situation think, yes. no time for even if they were going to make him the manager they should have done it at the end of the season yeah, but and I think yeah. the only reason they've probably done that is because they probably already identified I don't buy that. Yes, yeah, I believe that. That's why I don't buy that. This is Man United Football Club. No, no. See, where where, where they granularity over Oli being the manager now or at the end of the season? Yeah. Man United attracts players itself. You see, we got we can't say that anymore because it's changed. Man, the Man, landscape Man, has Man changed. Man the biggest. Man it's changed. Man, you've got City. You've got Liverpool. Commercially now, isn't it? But changed. Imagine you're a player about to hit your peak or you're in and around your peak. No, 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 no. I'm interrupting you because yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Regardless whether Oli is the manager or not, yeah. yeah, Man United will be able to sign players in the summer. Yeah. Are you telling me Oli being the manager is going to allow them to attract the top star or something? No, 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 not at all. But in terms of, all right, you'd rather know who you're going to be playing for next season than not, if you're yes. being spoken to now. Yes. Yes. And again, <laughs> it's, if it's a caretaker manager mm. speaking to you about, oh, my plan next season, this is how you'll be playing, but you're not taking that in. Of course. I don't know. It's not like it's a massive but, name that they're pulling. At the same point, like you said, it's Man United and you and people would see at the beginning what, what he's done as he's come in. Mm. If you have a run like he's had, what was it? Fourteen and seventeen yeah, wins or something yeah. like that. Mm. And he calls and he calls you, you're playing in the French league for the six for Leo. arguments, let's say Pepe, yeah. you're playing for Lil, Lil, yeah. or whatever. He calls you, and you've just seen this run. Mm. You're seeing Pogba. You're seeing all the attacking players flourish. Mm. He calls you. Okay. You're not gonna say. You're not gonna oh, say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Before we move on, because I know time is, is, is really dragging. Um, if I had to say, like, take away emotion as, as a Man United fan, I said, sack Oli now yeah. and get Poch at the end of the season. Would you do it? Hundred percent. Of course, because things aren't going well. That's what I'm saying. We're yeah. living in a microwave generation. Yeah, people want things now. Yeah, we're, we're I want them now. Exactly. Even, even in the good sport, if you ask yeah, me, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, but football fans are fickle. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Have you changed your mind yet, though? About what, Oli? Yeah. No, he should get the job. He should still stay in the job because, as I said, it's the recruit, I'm it's gonna, the team It's yeah. the team around him. My only thing with yeah. Oli... I'm going to call it now, yeah. 28th of April. This time next season, Oli's not in the job. No, he will be. He will be in the job because they're going to get recruitment. I wanted to chime in really quickly and um, just before we move on I just had two very quick questions one is about United specifically and the other is United to a degree but also just generally in terms of recruitment because I, I think that's what we're, t- we're talking a lot about at the moment first thing clearly uh, De Gea is a player who is devoid of confidence yeah. now is 
is the right decision to drop him and play Romero instead? Or do you continue, or or does that do even more to harm his confidence than than keeping him in the in the starting eleven right now? What 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 should Oli do? Should he continue to start him or or, or put him on the bench? I think I think uh, he should stay until the end of the season, mm-hmm. clear up his head in the during summer, mm-hmm. come back. If he stays the same, drop him. I think mm-hmm. that's... is he even going to stay this summer though? Because there's talks coming out that he might be going to PSG. There, there is rumors, but I don't. I don't is think. Is Buffon retiring? No. Oh, did you? Okay, fine. I don't think yeah. he will go to PSG. There's no point of him going mm-hmm. PSG. He's so, happy where he is. So mm-hmm. do you think it's Real Madrid or Barca? Yeah, for the hair. Yeah. So mm, uh, I don't think he's gonna go back to Spain though. They don't want him there at all. And why that? Because they compare with Casillas and they think he's nowhere near that level. No, but the yeah. Spanish press is too harsh, and yeah. that's it. They don't care. So you, as a lifelong like, Barcelona fan, what's your view on the hair? The hair, the hair has been the best. I call it back in the day that they should have changed Casillas and put the hair earlier. Mm-hmm. Then when they did it, people is just too sentimental, mm-hmm. and they didn't want it. Mm-hmm. And then he committed that mistake against Portugal mm-hmm. this summer. Yeah. They can't forget about that. They just see that mistake. Uh, they don't see what he's done. He's been the best player for Man United for what four or five yeah, years. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. So, Tun, what, what, what are your thoughts on it? Should he stay I, in the starting eleven or? I think yeah, you have to. Yeah, I'm. As much as people say, you've got the best number two in the league. I think you have to play the hair over Romero yeah. every time. If mm. like. What he can do, even on his current form yeah, and the mistakes, yeah, and the kindness that he's making, as in like he'll, he'll have to play, he'll have to play himself. <laughs> in, he's got to play himself into form because I yeah. think it's a bit late in the season to be dropping a goalkeeper. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know what that says to the rest of your defense, but yeah, it's not just on De Gea to be fair. I know he's making mistakes, but his defense isn't helping him out. Mm. So I think you literally have to play him. Okay, cool. The, the other question I wanted to ask. So we're, we're speaking about recruitment and, and all of the clubs United as well as City Liverpool whoever else um, uh, making signings what I wanted to ask so it's very easy to see uh, a player who has talent and, and, and looking out for certain things when scouts look at certain players they, they look at it for certain attributes and so on and so forth but one thing that seems to be cropping up a lot is um, the importance of having a good mentality players who have the right who have bottle players who have the right head for the, for the job how are you able to identify a player who has a strong mentality? Well, to me personally, I think it's more to do with the manager. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really say this player's got a winning mentality. That's for a manager to install in his players. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you the perfect example. Sorry to use Liverpool, but this is yeah. the only example I can relate to. For example, Sadio Mane was at Southampton. He wasn't really pulling up any trees at Southampton. We all knew he was a dangerous player, and on his day he was really dangerous. But to now translate that into every single game and become consistent mm-hmm. with the right mentality to make the same runs week in, week out, mm-hmm. comes from the manager. It's coaching. Yes and no. Because Mane from Southampton, you can see he had ability. Yes. Yeah, then, yeah. He, he, was, he was a hot and cold player. He would go 15 games without a goal, but then he'll come back and score a hat Definitely. If you're playing in a team like yeah. Southampton, that's bound to happen. Definitely. As in, your supporting cast, when you're an attacking player, it, it matters. Mo Salah. 
Another example. No, but he was good at role. Well. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. But to take them to that next level, mm-hmm. yeah. even Bobby Firmino, before Jurgen Klopp, he looked out of his depth. He looked like a fish out of water mm-hmm. at Liverpool. Yeah, but that's what happens. Liverpool take these players and put them into an environment where they're with better players. So the and role that, and is to be expected. That, and that's the manager. And that's what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. It mm-hmm. comes from the manager to install this kind of mentality into his players mm-hmm. and that's why you're seeing the top two pull away because they're the only teams in the Premier League that have that elite mentality at the moment but when you say elite because bearing in mind this Liverpool team won anything no I hate you can, can you call them elite can you call them elite <laughs> <laughs> because no, I fully get what you're saying in terms of okay this, okay yeah. It's, it's a tricky one because when I say elite, I'm saying elite in terms of performance. Yeah, they may have not. It's been relentless nine, performance yeah. after performance. Yeah. Every game yeah, yeah. showing every game. up. Yeah. yeah. So, I, so are you guys in agreement then that you actually can't find Obviously, that that meant that 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 quality or that attribute in a player? There, there are players out there with, with a great mentality. But how, so how how does a, a coach or how I does a scout identify a player I with? Think, I, I, okay, I, I'll give you an example. Right, someone like Delict at um uh, well, uh, Ajax. He's a captain. So, so that's though. easy. That but that's an easy you one. Yeah, you yeah, can you see, see clearly yeah, this guy for him to be playing first team football at that age and for him to be a captain of his club. He's he's someone who most definitely has a, 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 a the, the right kind of mentality, but that's 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 a, a, a rare commodity. Yeah, how how else are you able to, to manage a player like that? Is, with a lot of these players, um, coaches, scouts, and whatnot, have been either working with them or watching them since they were knee high. Mm-hmm. So these things start to tell. As in, yeah. I, I used to coach myself, um, mm-hmm. and for that the club you mentioned before, actually, mm-hmm. and. You knew certain players were going to make it, and you knew certain players were not going to make it. Yeah. As in, like, you kind of spot when someone has that, yeah, that little, I don't know what to call it. I call the minerals, call it, the yeah, minerals. the minerals. Yeah, I call yeah. it that. You can tell yeah. who the leaders are and who the followers are mm-hmm. within any football environment. As in, it's not just about um, the, the shouts, the loudest, or yeah, whatever, yeah. but like you could see. That's by the way they carried them. And, and, yeah, and, and also, what I would say is, what we started to see, managers start to meet the players and they go for a meal. They speak to them about their family mm. life. What mm. do you like? So you mm. can sort of get inside someone's head, find out what makes them tick. What's their motivation? Mm. What are they in the game for? Is this someone that I can spend majority of my time around? And those are the players that ultimately they sign. So it's not just about what they do in the pitch. It's about yeah. getting into their psyche and mm. trying to get a gauge of how this person is mentally. So when things get tough, what's their motivation? What are they playing football for? So I think those are other yeah. you know variables that managers look into. But off there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So those type of things. Okay, cool. So before we move on and talk about um, uh, Liverpool and City, I just wanted to get you guys' opinion. Now with those fixtures being played this weekend, do Chelsea finish fourth? Yeah. And, and 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 Arsenal and United yeah. aren't, 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 aren't making it, or do you think there's still yet another tale to be to be, to be told in this in this top four race? I have got egg on my face because one of the gold diggers tried to get onto me. <laughs> 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 I'm not even predicting today, so you guys, you guys take the mantle. I think all three of those teams are bad. I think they are jokers. <laughs> They're trying the yeah. hardest to not finish fourth. Yeah. Like, I, I, at this point in time, I say give it to Wolves or something. Did you see um, Sevilla um, tweeted the Premier League and said, "Look, yeah. it looks like no one wants the top four. <laughs> yeah. Give it to us, then." Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I would um, find that quite funny. I, I yeah. think Chelsea will win it though. 
as in out of, out of the two teams. Yeah, I think Chelsea almost going to get it by default. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. Sarri must be, you know, <laughs> yeah, scratching his head and thinking, how on earth am I in this position? Yeah. Because Sarri, for me, he should have probably been out of the job, out of his job, if the other teams had done what they're meant to do. But yeah. he's probably wondering, I've lost games, we're not in form, and I'm in fourth. Yeah. Happy yeah. days. So I think, yeah, it's going to be Tottenham. I think Tottenham will get it, even though they had a surprise loss to West Ham. Yeah. They could afford to lose one game, and I see them getting the results mm-hmm. in their next two games to cement third. Then yeah, I think Chelsea will get it by default. Yeah. Mm. I was actually yeah, so I, I was just going to move on to City and Liverpool, but I realised that we hadn't touched on Arsenal, and I think it's very very uh, important <laughs> for us to because well, I think be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's important in particular because weeks ago we were saying that Arsenal on paper looked to have the easiest fixture, and it seemed like a de- they seemed like a dead cert to, to finish in the top four. Mm. Um, things haven't quite transpired that way, and 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 the the, the bad away form. Has has come and 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 the home really, sickness is dot likes to say. As dot likes to say, it's really this ugly head again. And it's like if I look at the, those teams that we're talking about, you, you know, um, United, Chelsea, Arsenal, it seems as though Arsenal have have had the the, the greatest opportunities mm. to solidify themselves mm. in that top four. I remember there was a I can't remember what the result was, but I think Tottenham might have lost, and all we needed to do was to win. Uh, uh, to, to, to go to, to go above them and go third, but we we, we, we screwed that up. And I think, of course, you know we know that Arsenal don't typically uh, uh, travel well. But I think that the, the the result, I mean, you know, do you know what I mean? I, I think the, the, the loss away at Wolves, to a certain extent, is 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 excusable yeah, because of the, yeah. the, the you know the, the the form that they've been in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah. the loss away at uh, Leicester, not so much. Um, but I think the pivotal result was losing at home to Palace. That was the yeah. one that we should have won. And I think if we had won that game, then it would have. I think that that might have just done been enough, you know, yes. for us to finish in the, yeah. in the top. I, I, what, what what are you guys' thoughts on? That's what on I was that saying in, in the car. Yeah. That that loss against Crystal Palace is gonna haunt you. But mm. I still think Emery has the recipe to win the Europa League. So you yeah. might be lucky. From the Watford game, even though you guys won that game. I knew you were, were going to finish in top four. Mm, like I, could, I could see the, the wheels on Emery's bus coming off. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, like, even, even with 10 men, the way that Watford team played, they were all over you. And I thought, yeah. Arsenal don't, don't want this. Yeah. You were trying yeah. your hardest to give them a goal that game. Yeah. And then to lose the next three games after that is criminal. But like he said, when it comes to the Europa, Emery has been there, done it, you know mm. what he's doing. But. I call it against has what? He placed, has he faced a team as accomplished as Chelsea though in, in a final? They, they, he faced Liverpool. They beat them Slapping easily. Yeah. <laughs> easily. Mm. That, that Liverpool is a different Liverpool to the Liverpool of today. Yeah, but what, one what? thing I was a It was a better team than, than Sevilla, but they beat them. One thing I would say is that to lose these three games in a row and to concede nine goals is mm-hmm. unforgivable. Yeah. I mean, that defence, we keep talking about Mustafi. I mean, he keeps rearing his ugly head. He I mean, yeah. the fact that Emre plays him, like, I don't know who's yeah. more stupid, or Mustafi or... No, but to be fair to him, he wasn't 
And that's not saying much, though. Of course it is, and yeah. There's three words I used to describe that performance. It's rancid, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> and tepid. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I will say, though, is... For much, for much, as much as I'm a critic of Brendan Rodgers, like, we saw the football that he's trying to promote in Leicester. Yeah. Some of the football was breathtaking. I love him as a coach. We can see his imprint on this Leicester team. Oh, I mean, they'll keep yeah. in possession at times. I think yeah. they had 70-something possession before, of the ball. The and that's... Yeah. And that's what they were trying to promote. And yeah. people might say, "Oh, the red card changed the no, game." It no, it didn't. I read. No. I, was, I was reading something about I how that before the red, red card, card, yeah, Arsenal only passed the ball maybe I know twenty four times or something. Yeah, yeah. but they had done two hundred and seventy three or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, "Wow!" As in, even before the the man had been sent off, Leicester were in control of the game. So, and I think that you know that red card made Arsenal really set up defensive mm. shape but I think before that they were all over the place yeah, they so in my opinion the red card actually helped them tactically to, to drop deep I mean, another reason why I'll say um, I don't think Arsenal want this top four is because Emery didn't set up a team to go to Leicester and win yeah but Emery doesn't set he up like that he literally set up a team to go there and contain Leicester yeah but that, that's mm, yeah. Emery he takes the same approach as a Jose Mourinho as a Rafa Bilic no, he's, prag- he's a pragmatic manager he doesn't play all but these tools he, 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 went, he went out there to play for, for a draw for a draw yeah, that's, yeah. That's against it. a mid-table team I think exactly. that's criminal and I said it, they were going to lose two goals and Barty was going to score two. I mean, yeah, if you're a better man, maybe you might earn yourself a few coins. <laughs> to, to be honest, I want to, you know what, let's, let's, we always talk about Arsenal, I want to talk about Leicester. I said it when Brendan Rodgers was appointed, like, this is an unbelievable, you know, masterstroke from the Leicester board. Mm. I, I think, think mm. this is going to be a job where we see what Brendan Rodgers is about. Mm-hmm. He went to Celtic, you expected to win everything do the clean sweep he's done that mm-hmm. he went to Liverpool he stumbled across a title charge second season or the season after he went out with a whimper so this is the perfect metric to gauge him he's working with young players yeah. the board are going to back him there and to be honest today we saw his imprint on the side some of the goals the passing this is what he wants and Brendan Rodgers he's a showman yeah. he wants to be under those bright lights <laughs> and, <laughs> and when he's on the sky cameras playing at Arsenal playing the City he wants to show what he's about yeah. and he did, to be honest. He really put Arsenal in their place and he'll be going home tonight happy with his day's work. We all know Brendan. In his mind, he thinks he's up there with their lead manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going to go next week to the edge yard with the point to prove. But <laughs> no, and it's, it's going to be that's an interesting I, game. Okay, yeah. so you see and, him? And just so, finally, before I just finish, and that's what I'm trying to say when it comes to the manager, mm-hmm. I want to see the imprint from day one. And that's when I can tell the manager, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. in regards to Oli. Because, don't get me wrong, LBG said something about Oli, and I said I, f- I fully agree with it. Yeah. In terms of the football is the same, they're just happier playing. <laughs> 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 <'Cause> like, <laughs> the same thing with Mourinho. Everything had to go through Pogba. Social is the same. It's just the attackers were were playing with confidence, mm-hmm. but the football hasn't changed. There was a game, we, the Watford game that we won, and I thought this looked and felt like a Mourinho game all over again. The P- the two PSG games. Same thing. Yeah. The, that one we ended up winning. It was a miracle. It was a miracle. But yeah. Again, we need to give a manager time. It's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah season, definitely, definitely. But I want to see Oli's style of play. He keeps saying, "No, oh, I'm going to play the Manchester United." See, that's way. what I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> <at all. laughs> Man United way. Man United DNA. That time has gone. As in football has come so far since then. Yeah. We need to come away from Man United way. Which, way, which way do you want them to I play? I just want to put. As long as he has his footballing ideals and he's able to imp- similar to Brendan Rodgers where you come in now and you can already see the change yep. yeah. then I don't I don't mind 
win, lose or draw, as long as you're trying to do something, not mm. set up. Deep blocks, counter. Yeah. I've been seeing that for three, four years now. Just, I'm tired mm, of it. I just think put um, an asterisk on on something to do with Man United. Mm. Just the the four nil defeat to Everton. Mm. That was the worst performance I've seen since. Yeah, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I watched that game from beginning yeah, to yeah. end, and I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. Uh, I we're going it. off on tangents yeah. now. That was last week. Yeah, yeah. 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 reviewed it. Yeah, I, so okay. I think Let, you cannot continue with those centre backs. Yeah, it's been what six years since Brady yeah. left, and you yeah. still have the same yeah. centre backs. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're, we're yeah we're, 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 we've got so many other things left on the itinerary. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna speed through. Um. So let's 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 move on to City and and, and Liverpool. So obviously City won uh, one nil today away at uh, at Burnley, and um, Liverpool won five nil at home to Huddersfield. Um. Now in terms of the the remaining fixtures, obviously City are a point ahead now, um, and they seem to have the more favourable fixtures. I think they have. Um, Leicester at home and Brighton away and Liverpool have Newcastle away and Wolves at home which are both very very tricky fixtures um, in your opinion guys who who do you do you, do you, do you agree with that belief that um, City are currently favourites to, 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 to I keep saying it that I've said it for a while now City are going to win the league and one thing is a Liverpool fan any team we play dots like trust me they've got a chance he was like ah oh, Tottenham wasn't the game I was worried about. United wasn't the game I was worried about. It's Burnley. Trust me, Burnley are going to do the job. And I think we're getting into that stage as Liverpool fans when we're clutching at straws. Next is going to be, oh, we're playing Leicester. Vardy on the counter-attack. They're speedy, blah, blah, blah. blah. But let's yeah. be honest. It's City's title to lose. And mm-hmm. barring an absolute miracle, I can't see it changing. Mm-hmm. Liverpool had their chance when they were seven points ahead. And we, we let it slip, mm-hmm. as they say. And... Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's that's my view on it. But City again today was a professional job. Mm-hmm. It was a grinding job. I mm. mean, the grass was dry. Burnley done a similar trick to what we saw Cardiff do last week mm-hmm. when they didn't water the grass. Burnley were resilient. They didn't really cause City any problems. We know they can defend well on a low block. The crosses were food and drink for the centre backs, but. You no, know, City always have that spark in them, and it was a lucky goal. It's not It was. It was by margins. When body, I say the yeah, margins, the margins. Mm. Aguero, he stuck his foot out, got himself but out of a riddle. It that, was. But what, what I would argue mm. is that they were always in the squad. So whether mm. they scored, of course, that, that yeah, current yeah, time, yeah. They scored eventually later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, and, and that's what I was trying to say. I said it in the group chat that eventually your quality shines through. Yeah, that's basically what happened. Of course, of course. No disrespect to Burnley, because they're on a great. Yeah, they tried. I mean, they were fighting like. They, they were fighting like they had some players that were closet Liverpool fans. They yeah, went, be, yeah, they yeah. went yeah. beyond the call of duty. Yeah, they went yeah. beyond the call of duty. Tom Heaton was doing stuff. Loughton was throwing his body all over the place. So no one can say that um, they didn't show the Premier League respect. Mm. Dot said so, before, you know, Sean Dyche is a very honest man. Like, yeah. he's there, they're, even if they haven't got anything to play for, they're mm. still going to mm. yeah. shift. I think it was last week. Maybe that's part of the reason why he's got that raspy voice. Yeah, and apparently he was a schoolboy Liverpool fan as well so okay. to be honest we can't blame Burnley City were always going to win that game it was a grinding game yeah. the longer it went you just knew that the quality was going to show and eventually it did and City got the win which puts them you know in pole position to lift the Premier League and retain it with um, 98 points yeah. fair play um, I think before we move on as well we just want to round up the rest of the Premier League fixtures this weekend I think there was some very very interesting um 
I think there was a, a, a few more interesting ties. Um, I'm looking at the, the the list of them now. I think uh, we we touched on um, Tottenham losing at home to to West Ham, um, but I think as you guys already mentioned, it's it's of, of course it was a bit of a blip. But with the other results of the weekend, it do, doesn't really do too much mm. in terms of harming their their bid for top four. Um, an interesting one, I think, is 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 Southampton and Bournemouth three um, three. Uh, did any did any of you guys catch the the highlights or ca- catch that game and, and had, had any thoughts to, um, to share on that one? Yeah, I did actually. Um, Southampton, yeah, they went one more. Mm. Um, it was an entertaining game. I only saw highlights. Um, Definitely one for the purists. Yeah, yeah, two teams trying to play open attacking football. Mm. And I think they resemble their manager. Both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hassan Hutchell is the better manager out of the two. Oof. Bit controversial, but, um, <laughs> it's good to see Callum Wilson back scoring. Yeah, um, but Southampton they didn't deserve to, to lose that game and they, they made it 2 2. Mm. They made it 3 2. Ward Cross scored a really good goal. And the thing is about this Southampton team, I see a spirit about them that I don't see many teams have, especially in the bottom half. Mm-hmm. Maybe Cardiff, you can argue. But they lack like quality. Um, I think there's going to be a big investment to Southampton in the coming mm, summer. I think mm. they're going to spend between 17 to 90 million pounds. I think they're going to back us in that one. That's what I've been saying for a few weeks. I expect them to be pushing for the top eight next season. Mm. Cool. Um, and I think uh, another fixture which is very interesting is um, the is the the, continu- the continuation of the little run that Fulham's uh, started to to build up in in, in in recent weeks. So what's that? Three wins on a trot, I think. Yeah, um, and, and clean sheets as well. Yeah. So beating uh, Cardiff one 0 at home. And I guess uh, of course their 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 fate is already sealed. But in terms of of, of next season, I'm, I'm surely it's, it's like a confidence boost. Um, uh, in, in the run up to next season guys, guys have any thoughts on, yeah, on that Scott Parker he continues to throw his um, hat into the ring for the job and that's all he can do at this stage and they're showing good spirit mm. Ryan Babel got the goal again and it's a great yeah, goal as well yeah way. and he's well, like a well spring taken. chicken as I said he's like 32, 33 but he yeah. plays young oh, and man. I think next season that he should be in the Premier League he deserves mm. it and yeah good luck to him yeah I went to a Fulham game the Fulham Chelsea game mm-hmm. Scott Parker was fairly knew that mm-hmm. and I was watching how the Fulham team were playing and I thought this team shouldn't be where they are yeah. they shouldn't have got to this point before they got rid of it was Ranieri and was the two managers this season they've had yeah they can yeah. they can actually yeah. play and I thought yeah. all, all they're lacking is a little bit of quality that's what yeah. told for Chelsea I think yeah. it was Higuain and Jorginho that scored it. I can't even remember yeah. I was yeah. just yeah. sitting yeah. behind the goal and I thought yeah yeah and I thought this so th- yeah, this team is actually good, but I think when they go down to the championship, they're not they're not coming back. Because right. they're going to lose gonna all of these players. Seri and Guis is going to leave. It's going to be a max exodus. Is, is the upturn in, in in form of of recent enough to keep some of these players to, and in in the hopes that you know, okay, we we can build on the results that we're seeing now and 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 you know push to, to come back up no. uh, season after next. It, it's not enough. You know, it's not, you it's not enough because the investment is was for mm. them to go down a straight in mm-hmm. the next season so I don't think these players probably the um, the plan was different mm-hmm. probably push for a top 10 or something like that and now they're straight back to 
Champions League. And I think some of these players will have it in their contracts as well that if we get relegated, I've got an exit clause. Yeah. And I think most of them will exercise what's, that clause, like Seri's and Guises. What's crazy, I don't think they're planning for that when they're recruiting the potential of getting yeah. relegated. Honestly, I think there'll be more clauses that if you make Europe, I get X amount of money. Mm. The, the, the way they're invested. It's true, mm-hmm. but when, when there's a team coming up, you always have you're, you're always going to have those clauses. Fair play, man. And I think um, we've been speaking about Wolves in recent weeks having uh, quite a bit of scar tissue off uh, <laughs> off their exit in the uh, in, in the FA Cup. Um, it seems as though perhaps maybe uh, you know the, the, those scars have healed now yeah, with, um, the with their their their. their, their uh, they're, I think it's, it's a bit of retribution as well because they um they obviously beat Watford two uh, one away from home so it was like re- revenge. Um, I'm sure that the players were were, were right up for that game. Yeah, and the manager would have, have had to give a team talk for that game yeah. anyway. I mean that you get motivated yourself. Those two teams was too equal in the match. Mm. Mm. They always got either way. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. Um, and then we also had Palace uh, drawing at home nil nil to Everton. I think, again, both of those teams, neither of them really have anything to play for. They're, they're, they're both safe. So it's just, yeah, maybe yeah, let's just see it out and, and, and see where we go um, at, at the end of the season. Um, and I think uh, the the result between uh, Brighton and Newcastle was a big one, particularly for Brighton. Yes. Uh, managing to salvage a point from that after going 1-0 down. Um, and they obviously drew 1-1 against against Newcastle. So, so I think that, that that's a... That's, a, that's, that's a, certainly a good point for them, man. I think we we, we already established that it, it looks like Cardiff are pretty much down, but of course um, uh, they'd want to try and secure uh, as many points on the board between now and the end of the season as possible, just to ensure that they they, they get over the line. Um, I, I don't think we touched on um, Liverpool much. Who, who did they play again? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's your favorite question. Isn't it, Ted? I mean, come on, like that needs no real yeah, analysis, yeah, yeah. final, yeah, yeah, yeah. comprehensive. I mean, Mane and Salah got doubles. I think they would have been expecting that to put them at the top of the score charts. And I think that game went as expected. Huddersfield, they're not offering much. And you just... They did play. Honestly, but what I do want to say quickly is that all the people with their agenda for Salah just pray that it doesn't end up the golden also good to see Chamber coming back from injury yeah games that was good he almost scored as well almost scored yeah 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 exactly. he looked sharp you know so yeah positive things for Liverpool going into you know Europe and obviously next season so yeah yeah cool. I think it's so sad that not sad but I don't want Liverpool to win anything but <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool have only it. lost one game this season crazy and a 30 well it's been 34 35 games game. 36 games <laughs> That's unreal, and the only thing stopping them is an amazing city team. Like, yeah, it's it's actually it's crazy. Yeah, man. So, so now we've rounded up the, uh, the, the the Premier League. I think we we definitely can't um, uh, speak about football this week weekend without touching on uh, what's happening over in the in, in the Championship. So we we actually have been speaking about the teams that are going that are going down. You know, obviously your your, your Fulham's, your Huddersfield's, and and, and uh, most likely Cardiff. But you know that if we if we look at the championship, we can also have a look at the teams that are coming up. So you've got Norwich uh, that's coming up, and also they're going to be joined now, uh, as of today, by um, by Sheffield United, United mm. uh, after the result between between Leeds and Aston Villa. And I think this is a very poignant and important um, uh, uh, result and fixture to talk about, just because it was one of the strangest games of football 
um, I've, I've, I've seen in, in, a, in a little while with, with basically everything that was happening in the game. Um, and obviously Leeds, um, like after going ahead controversially, um, you know, there, there, will, there will be people that argue both cases. They should have uh, knocked the ball out. Um, it's good sportsmanship. Other people who would say, you know, unless it's a head injury, you don't knock the ball out. That's the rule. That's the rule you know, that, that, that's the rule, of, co- of course. But then obviously off the back of that, um, um, you know, they, they decided to allow um, Villa to, 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 to equalise. And I wonder if that had something to do, not only with obviously a good sportsmanship, but because obviously Leeds have been embroiled in the whole uh, Spygate yeah, yeah. uh, um, uh, incident earlier on in the season. So perhaps didn't want another very controversial uh, 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 incident like that to, 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 to affect them. No? I think I think it's more about when you see the through ball they put through, the both teams had to stop. Yeah. So they actually thought he was going to put the ball out. Yeah, That's yeah. what the both teams stopped. Mm-hmm. And he just put the ball through and the winger continued. Yeah. While Aston Villa was like, oh, what's going on? You stopped because you were going to put the ball out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Bielsa said, okay, let's, then, let's give them the goal back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Not everybody will do it, but he did it. What was interesting oh, for yeah. me is if Leeds like, had to win that game that's, to get that's promoted, exactly. that's where it would, like, that would what would have happened there? Yeah, it would have been yeah, a yeah. funny one to see because yeah. they knew Sheffield United, that, they're not going to yeah. get, yeah, what would have been, would have been <laughs> interesting to see. Mm-hmm. But we'll okay. never know that because... Let's, let's see how the media, you know, the reaction they give to Bielsa because when it was a spy they were talking about fight deductions, yeah. you know, kicking him out yeah. of the league. So let's see how they react to this, you know, extraordinary Excellent, like, yeah. And so, do you, are you guys all in agreement with his decision to, to, to allow I'm, it to happen? I'm not in agreement with that. I think you pay for the whistle, so, and it's yeah. the referee to, to play. You learn that in sun, yeah. Sunday league football. Definitely. Play to the referee's whistle, unless it's a head injury. Yeah, oh, yeah. but so. on the other hand, I really respect what he's Yeah, I respect it, but I'm a winner. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. doesn't matter how you win. I, mean, <laughs> I think his duty is to his club and the fans. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Even like yeah. when you saw them running in on goal, they looked embarrassed and small. Yeah, that you know? Pontus Janssen, he was trying to tackle a dog. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he had, had like a skirmish. He, he was, was so angry. Yeah, he was really angry. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it was amazing <laughs> scenes. I've never seen that myself. Yeah, so exactly. It was, it was crazy you to witness. You see the Bamford thing as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he didn't get touched in their face and he went down and they were given a red card. So it was a bit of a weird game. Probably will to Yeah. Also, I just wanted to big up um, Norwich and Sheffield United. They're going to be playing in the Premier League. Mm. Um, Daniel Farker, he's done an amazing job at Norwich. I mean, last season they struggled. This season they had a slow start and he's picked up. And he's part of the Dortmund school of, mm. you know, your David Wagner, your Jurgen Klopp. Mm. They're all Klopp disciples. So mm. to see what he's done on a shoestring budget, he's gone for recruiting young players mm. with a lot to, um, you know, a lot of potential. And, you know, that Timo Puki, we saw him at Celtic. He didn't pull up many trees, but they've been the king of late goals mm-hmm. this season. Nah, they've got a never-die, say, mm-hmm. attitude. And, mm-hmm. and you see that with Ralph Hassan or yeah, Liverpool, yeah. Klopp. So it's something that and these German managers inbred into their teams. Like, that's going back to the point of mentality. Yeah. yeah, they put that mentality into yeah. their players. Yeah. Well, I remember um, listening to talks for early on, on in the season. I knew it was odd song to be the first time. Yeah, yeah, it was odd song, yeah. Yeah, I remember. And actually turned Sparked, it yeah. Mm-hmm. And also Chris Wilder at Sheffield United. 
think he came from um, Northampton mm-hmm. um, in was it League Two maybe, and he took over Sheffield United in League One. They've been promoted, so he's done a remarkable job, and he's the sort of manager that he has to get his team promoted to the Premiership. He's mm. not going to get opportunity <laughs> from left field. Yeah, that yeah. Premier League club will say, yeah, we want to recruit you. So he's done a massive, massive job. And I think Sheffield United are going to be probably more in the Cardiff Elkhoff team when they come up. They're not yeah. going to spend money. They're going to be like difficult to break down mm. and stuff like that. But Norwich, I think they're going to be more exciting. They're going yeah, to take yeah. it to teams and... We'll see how it pans out, but yeah, Nor- Norwich, is, Norwich is an interesting one. They're yo-yo. Yeah. In, in 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 like in in times past, I, I remember them being a very exciting team and them having some good players. I remember uh, Pilkington, Snodgrass, oh, yeah. uh, Nathan Redmond was playing for yeah. them. Johnny uh, Housen, so, yeah. mm. they had a really really good team. Mm. But then on the on the flip side, when I think of some of the the, the, the most worldy goals and quality goals yeah, scored in the Premier yeah, League, it was against them. Suarez, I remember Suarez Suarez scored some really really good goals against them. Mm. I remember um, Jack Wilshere's goal against them when Arsenal were playing that beautiful uh, oh, passage of passing, play. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. so it's I think it it will certainly be interesting. So now we've um, we wrapped up the, uh, the, the 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 championship and the, and the Premier League. We're going to go now and, and and look more on on a European scale because I think this was a a, a weekend where there were a few more um, sort of landmarks and milestones reached. Uh, one of them was uh, Ronaldo um, securing his 600th uh, uh, club career goal. Um, uh, it was a one it was a, a one nil uh, sorry a one one uh, draw away to Inter. I'm not sure if you guys saw uh, uh, Nangalan's goal though. Raja Nangalan, yeah, my yeah, goodness, I loved it. what, what a, a goal, finish. man! <laughs> that was a finish. The assist as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, so. Um, but you know Ronaldo scored his 600th uh, uh, club career goal and pipped uh, Messi to the to the to the milestone. I think Messi's on 598, if I'm not mistaken, yes. at the moment. Um, so the question that this poses that I, I wanted to uh, open out for discussion is: I know we've had discussions about who is the better player between Messi and Ronaldo and whatnot. But on a broader scale, what I wanted to understand from you guys is: is is it fair to say that Ronaldo? is the greatest goal scorer of all time if we consider the fact that he's played in different leagues he's scored goals in all of the leagues that he's he's he's, um he's played in and also if you look at you know how the games evolved because when you look at players who have similar goal tallies you you, you've got to go back in history and you've got players like romario pele uh, puskas gerard muller they were played in a very different time you know, I, I think the game has has evolved and moved on quite quite a bit since then. So, you know, it, is it fair to say that he is the greatest goal scorer of all time, given these different factors that we're we're we're, we're bringing to light now, for example? And, and what are your thoughts on that? Is there an argument to say he is, or or do you guys feel that there are better goal scorers than him? There isn't a better goal scorer than him. Um, I'm very pro Messi, by the way. I know yeah. there's no, I don't like to pick them against each other yeah. I like both of them was the same Yeah. but if you looking back at I think it was I want to say the Atletico game 
where it's where the hat trick I think it was. Yeah. Just watching the manner of the goals and just him being in the right. Bernard mm-hmm. Dashi was amazing in that game, by the way. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> just the way he. He was always in the right place at the right time. There's such a variety. There's left a, foot, right yeah, foot, header. Left foot, right foot, headers. Yeah. And I, I've been watching football my entire life. I've never seen anyone like him in and around the box. Yeah. Like, he's evolved these games. Yeah, like, Earlier he, on, yeah, like he was all, like a winger, yeah, flicks yeah. and tricks. Does that make him the greatest goal scorer? Because if you look at it from a stats point of view, yeah. statistically, minutes to go, Messi has a better ratio in all his departments. I'm sure Ishmael can come back. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I, I agree yeah. with his point as well. But depends. Like we didn't, because we didn't like, see Ronaldo, mm. Brazilian Ronaldo, for long. We don't know yeah. how good he could have been. Remember, this peak, these guys have been in their peak for over ten years. <laughs> when you say the most clutch, I was saying yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah. When you say goal scorer, what? When you what say you find that? When you say minutes to go, mm. I, see, I, I love that stat as well. But it's like I don't really care about the different leagues Ronaldo's played in or whatever. But it's time and time and time again okay, so I think the simple question is both of them have a one-on-one who are you picking right that's how you define it who, who's the better goal scorer Messi so, if it's in Messi. the World Cup it's not Messi <laughs> no no honestly who, who, you've got a one-on-one um, I, me personally I think Messi's the greatest player ever so nine <laughs> that's time, not the question nine times <laughs> out of ten nine times out of ten I'm going to say Messi but if I need a goal and like you said it's a one-on-one I'm going with Ronaldo no, one. I'll pick Ronaldo if the team is losing and they need that mentality to go through and win it. Yeah, that's that's what he brings. He brings that mentality. That's how yeah. he recovered that uh, game against Atletico. That's that's something that he brings. But if, if, it's, if it's nil nil, one one on one uh, chance. Messi. Ronaldo or Messi? Who Messi. You Messi. I'll pick Ronaldo. I think over the last few well. years he's developed into the greatest yeah. inbox player. He's able to reinvent I mean, himself constantly. Yeah. Yes, so yeah. I'll pick Ronaldo. Ishmael, what's, what's your take on this? Because people say Ronaldo's reinvented his game, but for me, Messi has also done it three or four times, but it's yeah. more subtle. So how do you see it as a black young Barcelona fan? Messi has changed his game because he knows he cannot do those slaloms of 50 meters and no more. He's dropped back, he's given you, he's basically doing the Xavi Iniesta role. Plus, is scoring the goal. I think that's when he's more dangerous. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you, you can't, can't detect can't, him. You can't, he's not yeah. playing up against him. You don't, you don't see him no more. You just, you see him in the middle of the park, and then you see him in the boxes scoring. I think Ronaldo is the greatest goal scorer mm-hmm. in the Champions League. Okay. I don't think he's all. Yeah, statistically, he is. He's yeah. been proven, so but, that's a fact. But what are Messi's numbers this season, it's off the charts. to only a, talk about. Like he's playing a computer game. The he's thing not, is, what, what, that, real. I understand completely that statistics are very significant, but there are a number of intangibles mm-hmm. that you have to consider. No matter, you know, we, we can look at stats, we can say minutes per goal, so on and so forth, but I, we, we have to consider the fact that Ronaldo has played in multiple leagues. We have to. Do I, don't think, I, mean? I don't think why that matters. Why? Why are you besmirching loyalty? Because you, as an Arsenal fan, want your players to be loyal. Yeah. Why are you now coming to no, say you've got to play Ronaldo because he's been in X, Y, Z? But I think I, I think I just feel like it's not something that you can you 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 can disregard. You have to consider okay, it. Yeah, yeah, I believe no, that. No, as well. no, I believe. I don't, I don't believe you? that mm. because Messi can go to the Italian league now and he will score thirty goals as well. But that's and Messi. Mm. 
if he cares like he cared when he scored like ni- those 91 goals, if mm-hmm. he would have gone to the Premier League, he would have scored as well over 30 no, but goals. This Barcelona system is tailored to Messi. Ronaldo's mm-hmm. had to remove yeah. himself out of his comfort zone. Bond no, with different you know players. Why? Learn, learn with yeah, their yeah, style yeah, of play. I don't. I don't this. think and, so. And, and the style of play, football in the league as well, because I think yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah, to I, say I, that. England, really England, Spain, that. and Italy all have very different Bully. styles of football. I get Bully. that, but Messi has scored more goals against top six than Ronaldo. So what are you telling me? No. That why did this wrong? Because. Any team that buys Ronaldo, they're building that team towards Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah. There's no mm. real adaption process. There is exactly. an adaption process. No, different there players, no, no, no. you're going to have to train. He's, he's going to adapt to the style of football. Yeah, you have to it's, adapt. It's Come on. No, no, no. Italian no, 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 football no. is different to Spanish football and English. Wait, wait, wait. And when Ronaldo, when Ronaldo was here in the Premier League, yeah. he didn't have to score. He didn't have to score. When he went to Real Madrid, he went there because the only way to compete with Messi was by statistics, scoring mm. goals. Yeah. Now he's gone to Italy... Because he doesn't have to prove himself no more. He only has to win Champions League. Mm. He doesn't care about the league. Juve have won the league seven years in a row. They don't need him to win the league. They need him to win the Champions League. They say Messi was Messi because Xavi and Iniesta was there. Mm-hmm. Xavi and Iniesta are not there no more. He's still putting the same numbers yeah. over without them. So what, The only, the only the thing I would say in response to something that you said earlier, which was Messi has the highest goal scored against the top six. Fair point. But he's not had to do it on a wet and windy night at Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way to end that. <laughs> right. Okay. Cool. So whilst we're on the topic of 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 Messi, obviously Barcelona clinched the uh, La Liga title at, at the weekend. Now this is an, a really interesting one because Messi Messi is the first player in their history to have won ten La Liga titles, right? And it's his first one whilst being captain of the club. And like you said, you know, in past years, there's been a lot of talk about Ronaldinho, Iniesta, Xavi and, 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 and their influence. And now he's done it without them. And it's interesting because they've just won the, the, the league title and they're in the semi-final of the, of, of the Champions League. But I, I feel, generally speaking, there is this feeling amongst football fans generally that they're not the same Barcelona. And it's, and it, and it's a team that can be got at. It's a team that can be beaten. So, and it, it, it feels a bit weird to say that, given the fact that wh- where they are, like I said, winning a league and being in, 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 in at this stage of, of the Champions League. So my question is, where do Barcelona go from here? You know, in, in terms of next season, in terms of them improving and, and, and reaching or, or returning to the heights that we once lauded them at, you know, um, and, and, and striking fear into the top teams in Europe once again. What, what, did, what do they need to do? Um, basically... They've learned from past experiences. Mm-hmm. Those four years that Real Madrid won the Champions League, mm-hmm. they were only better than Barca once, but they found a way to win the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Barcelona lost to Chelsea when they were at their best. That Chelsea team, Mateo's team, mm-hmm. they were rubbish. They've learned that you don't need to be the best to win Champions mm-hmm. League. All they care right now is about winning the Champions League because they're competing with Madrid. Mm-hmm. They have won the Champions League three years in a row. So they knew the league was wrapped. They knew... The only competition was Atletico because Real Madrid's team was... I don't know what they were trying mm-hmm. to do. So now, we're facing Liverpool on Wednesday, but they are not facing Liverpool. They're facing the Real Madrid team that won three years in a row the Champions okay. League. So that's the only motivation they have. Mm-hmm. If they don't win the Champions League this season, the okay. season will be seen as a failure. Mm-hmm. So all the weight is in, in their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Next season... They're going to bring Frankie the Young, probably the league. 
a left back and a striker. So they still, even if they still win a treble, they're gonna spend over three hundred millions. Mm -hmm. And I know they're not the same, but they've learned how to suffer and how to get wins. Like I think there was a commentator saying, like this team looks poor, but you just know they're gonna find a way yeah, to yeah. win. I actually really like this Barca team because people say they can be got at, but defensively, this season they're the best they've been in a long time. As in, yeah, there's a guy Arthur. I think he is the best CM I've seen in a long, long time. And this season, defensively, is even worse than last season. Last season was even better. Yeah, as in, but I think in the league you've only conceded 20, 21 goals. Something. Yeah, I'm not yeah, too I think sure. You've got a third but best yeah. defense in your yeah. league at the moment or something. And I'm like, people say the Sparta team can be cut out, but not, not really. To be yeah. fair, some they can, but teams don't have the quality to be no, what do you mean teams don't have to? Atletico have the quality to get yeah, but they don't play that style to, to hurt Barcelona. Tottenham had the 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 quality to, to get at us. Yeah. They couldn't get at us. Man United. To be fair, they had spells where they, yeah. they, if they were better, they, they could nah. score. But, but that's what I mean. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't even play at 60% of our yeah. best. That's, that's, that's the thing. And when we played them and we beat them 1-0, when we score, we didn't want to play no more. Yeah, that's 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 the, that's, the, that's what I'm saying. Like this this guy yeah, has changed like, Barca a lot. It's a shift in their mentality. Yeah. before it was like of course, they I pummel you to the end. But yeah. now, me personally, I've never seen Barcelona that team to just kill you away from home. They will control the game, get one nil, get a two nil historically, yeah. and then take you to the camp. But the thing is, with Pep, we will go away and try and win the game. I will concede. This yeah. guy is trying to not to concede. Yeah. So he, he doesn't care if he plays with two lines of four and the team looks poor. He doesn't care about that. He just won the result. And you can see that with players they brought in like Vidal. Vidal's not a Barcelona player. So like, yeah, but Barcelona is that like left field kind of side. I know, but they brought in players that will help them see out. See, you see yeah. him without because mm. Arthur doesn't really last the 90 minutes. So mm. they bring they bring him on to close out or see out a game. Mm. That's not a Barcelona I remember. As mm. in, yeah. obviously they bring on someone for Xavi because of the legs yeah. weren't there, mm. but. They would not to see out again. Okay, they still exactly. beat you the same way. So I think. Let's see. Let's say we go up against you at the camp now, one 0 mm. We're gonna give you the ball and counterattack you. That's 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 what that's what he does. He it doesn't care a, how he looks. That was the perfect segue into the into the Champions League game. So if you just want to continue on in terms of how you thought the game will come out, what do you think? Oof, it's gonna be tough. I remember you coming on maybe a month ago and saying that this is a yeah. dream that you didn't want to become a reality. And it's I didn't want you in the last round. I preferred to play you in a one game off. I mean, in, yeah. in a yeah. final, we wouldn't panic so much. But having to play you at Camp Nou than going to Anfield, I think also it's better to play first at the Camp Nou, I think, for my opinion. Okay, for, for Barcelona? Yeah. Okay, so you're happy with the way that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why yeah. is that? Oh. Because I think. Going there first and having to get that result is tougher mentally yeah. than performing up way and then knowing that you don't have to play at the weekend. Mm. You can put the B team. Yeah, but sometimes you think that's ideal preparation. Yeah. I think top players want to be playing week in, week out every yeah. single game. But that's why they play this these few weeks. We played last weekend, Tuesday and this weekend and mostly all of them had minutes. So, mm. so in terms of you know what they're saying in Spain. Who do they fare from this Liverpool team? The front three. They think midfield, we should be fine, mm -hmm. but they think the front three is gonna be the most dangerous part. 
like for because Alba, I don't know if Semedo or Sergio Roberto is gonna play, I don't know who's gonna play. They go up a lot. But what I've seen and what I understand that he's going to do is play with a Lenglet, Busquets and Piquet uh, stopping the counterattacks. But it's not it's not it's not about that. They it's just mentally being where you have to be, knowing what Liverpool is going to do, positioning, that's it. I fully agree with that, but the nasty thing about this Liverpool team is that they take you into territory that you never want to go yeah. into. Yeah. And right. people like Salah and Man, make the same 90 minute bleep test. I know. <laughs> what, what also doesn't help Barca in this game is the new Camp, one of the biggest pitches. And we all know that. that suits Liverpool. Yeah, we all know that Salah and Mane like the space. And so when those gaps start emanating, because <laughs> Liverpool, what they're going to do is they're going to sit off. Barcelona, you have the ball, keep and, it. Yeah. And they're going to be passing. people talk smack about him, Jordan Henderson is so important to this Liverpool yeah. team in terms of get, how they get the Energy. ball forward. Yeah. And now that he's playing in this more advanced role, you've yeah. seen it recently, the way they're yeah. slapping goals in mm. left, right and centre. So a bunch of people say they don't, they're not worried about the midfield. I think that's where the game's going to be won. Pretty yeah, much. pretty yeah, much. The dogged work. Yeah. Liverpool that's why. In the gaps and that's why I think the way that he's going to and stop you counter-attacking is giving you the ball yeah. and counter-attacking yeah. ourselves. Because yeah, I, I don't know who's going to play on your right side, Trent or or it doesn't matter who is there. You're not going to be able to stop Jordi Alba. Yeah. yeah, he keeps going. You're the Alba, it doesn't matter if Trent or who is Milner, because uh, some people are saying Milner is going to play. I don't think you're going to be able to deal with that. Well, it works both ways. Works yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Your pace well, is going to kill us. Probably struggle down that side, yeah. Then again, on the other side of the pitch, as well. you've got Robertson. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. The most important thing is for me is to play Semedo because of the speed. Yeah, but. So, um, Going into who do you think it's fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. I was telling mm. this that I usually like the, the, the home thing as the second edge. Yeah. Um, but I, I put two teams into this category. I think Liverpool and Barcelona, those are the two teams that they don't mind playing at home first, yeah. Because they can just blow you away at their home ground. Yeah. That's I'll put that in the category of Real Madrid as well. And Real yeah, Madrid yeah. what they have it doesn't matter when you go away, yeah. they have already a goal away from yes. you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're already beating you 1 0. I was saying the other week that this match reminds me of like a boxing analogy Anthony Joshua versus Klitschko. I think Barcelona might just, it's going to be <laughs> how it meets up. A Barcelona just a shade past their best because this Liverpool side, you know, Salah, Mane, they're all 26, 27, they're in their prime. Suarez, he's just a bit over the hill. I mean, he saw his quotes in the newspapers. He was saying that, you know what, he's going to be relentless. He loves Liverpool, but he's got a professional job to um, do. He wants to defend the shirt of Barcelona and he's going to be looking for goals. So it's going to be interesting to see how it meshes up. But if you talk to me, I think Liverpool, I see them going to the new camp and scoring. And we all know Anfield, <laughs> a one-off game to get yeah, to the final. Yeah, that place is like a, yeah, it's the biggest it's auditorium hard. in football mm-hmm. I mean it's going to be interesting because I want to see Van Dijk against Messi as well people say Van Dijk best defender in the world I know he's not going to play up against Messi but it's going to be interesting to how see he yeah, how he manages it and can he rise to that level because the way he plays is so nonchalant mm-hmm. like, he looks yeah. like he's got other gears in him so 
I'm looking forward to this tie and I've always wanted Liverpool to play against this Barcelona side. It's oh, taken exactly. long. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think though, if Messi turns up, it's a rough. Win. You think so? so? Yeah. 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 Let's mm. be honest, for Barcelona to win this tie, Messi needs to probably at least score two goals. Or great two goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, think I think if Messi has a quiet game in the camp, you know, I think I think it's fine. Yeah, probably. But with him, though, even if even even if he does have he quite, he can still hurt you. Yeah, because yeah. again, I fear him when he drops deep. Yeah, and I'm thinking, although I, I like how this Liverpool team plays, when Messi when Messi drifts, it's, 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 it's a trouble, rap. man. And I think that's why I'm sure Klopp will be planning for a lot of tactical fans. Yeah, yeah. But like you can't be planning. But the thing is, Messi doesn't play for the tenth minute, the first ten minutes. He just mm-hmm. looks. He looks where he does pace. And then he finds that space. Mm. So even if you switch mm. or you make an adjustment, he's gonna stop again and he's gonna look again, because mm. that's what he does. He doesn't run unless he really needs to. Mm. Oh yeah, Ishmael, just, just before we move on, sorry, Coach. Um, just a quick question. I saw a brilliant piece by um, Gary Neville on Monday Night Football, and he was saying that um, Mane, Salah, Sane. Bernardo Silva and Raheem Sterling have taken the game in the Premier League as winners to the next level. And I just wanted to ask you, if you have to pick two of them to either play for Real Madrid and two of them to play for Barcelona, who do you pick out of those five? Are you going to support Eden Hazard into the mix? I know he's a bit Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll pick Mane. So is this for Barca or for Real Madrid? Okay, Real Madrid style, I'll pick Mane. And um, probably probably Sterling, okay. I think. And for Barca, I'll pick Hazard and uh, and Bernardo Silva. Okay. It's very interesting. You could put Salah at Real Madrid as well, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's that's the way they play. Pace, mm. but yeah. Okay, so I w- no more sitting on the fence. I want to know no more fifty-fifty. Who's going through in that tie? Liverpool and Barca. That's, Everyone, can, you cannot say this. It's too biased. Too biased. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to. Can only get tons in front yeah. of you on this one. I'm not gonna lie. Over the two legs, I think it's Liverpool. Okay. Can I forget? Go ahead. Yeah, more than welcome to. I think Liverpool have too much. Yeah. yeah. Ishmael, you, I'm, you're, you're, you're gonna say Barcelona. No, you? I'm saying Liverpool. They wanna go for everything and. You see him, a young team trying to win a trophy, and you see him, a team that has won everything, but it still wants more. Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't matter who mm-hmm. goes through. You never mm-hmm. know. It's I it's whoever goes through at this time. Wins wins it. It. Yeah. I think, sorry, Dex, I think, like, if Klopp doesn't get his hands on the biggest Champions League or the Premier League, honestly, I don't know how he's going to recover. Especially after last year, yeah, yeah, yeah. the way it all transpired. I think it's a pure 50 50 um, tie. I think whoever delivers on the night will go through. And but I want you to know your colours to the master. Yeah, know your colours yeah, to the master. <laughs> I'm going to go for Liverpool because I right. believe they'll get the result at the Camp Nou, whether it's a 2 1 loss yeah. or whatever. I think they'll be able to go back to Anfield. The stadium will be packed, booming, mm-hmm. atmospheric, and I think that'll be enough. To send them through to the Wanda Metropolitano Stadium in Madrid. I see similar okay. scenes uh, when um, Man City visited after the Champions League, where mm. they welcomed the team bus and they made it a real hostile environment for the Man City team. Mm. 
Cool, man. And I wanted to ask, um, so Ishmael and Tund, for you guys, I, I got the, the other guys' uh, take on this last week. But um, the other fixture um, being Tottenham and, and Ajax, uh, who do you guys feel are going to go through to the final? It's going to be tough for Spurs. Mm -hmm. Basically, they don't have Kane mm. and they've lost Son for the first leg because mm. he's, he's off. So I just can't get a good result. But I don't know. Tottenham has been lucky this season. Mm -hmm. They should have been off in the group, and we gave them a last a life a life chance. Mm -hmm. And now, if they make it, I wouldn't be surprised because luck, luck is on their side. Mm. So who do you think is going to go through? You didn't give us a prediction. <laughs> 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 Clever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I I want Ajax to go through, basically. So who do you think can they do it? Yes, they can. They ha they okay. have it on them. Well, do you think they're playing the best football in the tournament? Yes, they they have no doubt about it. Mm. No doubt. The upstarts are plundering the establishment. <laughs> I say Spurs. Um, if they can get through the first game um, with a nil nil or a who's playing who's playing away first? Ajax, no. Aye. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, and then yeah, they return leg. I, like I don't like know there. what it is, but I think this Tottenham team um, they don't they don't want the whole that stigma that's attached to them. They need it gone. So this is the time for them to perform. And I can't. I actually, what they've had going for them this season is the fearlessness, and they've always come up against the bigger, better boys. Mm -hmm. Tottenham aren't much better than uh, these teams are pretty much on the same for me on an equal footing. So I can't see. I can't see Ajax dealing with Tottenham like they dealt with Madrid and the other guys. So I'm saying Tottenham. And then son to come back in the second leg and slap Ajax. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always um, there's been rumours emanating that Harry Kane has got his protective boot off his foot, yeah, he's and he's anticipating being fit for the final. Rushing back to it, and this yeah. is just going to culminate in more injuries over time. Fair play. So I'm just looking at the time, guys. Unfortunately, we only got five minutes left. So I want to wrap up uh, with two things very quickly. Of course, we're going to finish up with with prospect of the week. Before that, though. Um, I just wanted to to get you guys' thoughts on uh, on PSG. So, like I said, this weekend's been a crazy weekend, man. So many things happening. But obviously, they lost uh, uh, the French Cup final to, to Rennes on on, on penalties. Um, and then we saw the incident of, of Neymar hitting a fan. And, and wow. it's just, it's wow. all kicking off over in, 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 in the French capital. Um, but I guess what this leads me to ask is, questions surely have got to be asked of, uh, of, of Thomas Tuchel. Um, and you know, do you do you guys feel that he should still remain in the job, or do you think PSG need to part ways with with with, with him and, and and find a a new guy to take the helm? I, I think I think they should fire him because <laughs> they fire they fire Emery, who yeah. I think is a better manager than him, mm -hmm. and they got him to just win the French league which mm -hmm. you're supposed to win with your bench yeah basically <laughs> then you lost to Man United 3-1 mm -hmm. when you beat them easily at home what are you doing in mm -hmm. your second leg mm -hmm. and then you you had I think three weeks to win the French league and you lost two or three games basically yeah, yeah, yeah. 5-1 and 3-2 so what's it yeah. there for yeah, yeah you know what I mean Emery won that league easily Easily, so I don't think he's the right man. I think to keep him, um, I don't think he's had a chance to implement this type of football because the personalities in that club and that team don't allow for it. Um, mm -hmm. They shouldn't have hired him in the first place, but 
that's where they are at the moment and until they give them a chance you won't see the best of that PSG team I think to get rid of all the pensioners there I don't think the team is really do you think about the team you think that team is better than Liverpool's team yes. think about that midfield I think Cavani Neymar and Bappe should be blowing away 90% of the teams that are out there yeah, yeah but, but that's, that's what they do and then they no but not, not, not in the league the I mean in Europe as well no but I look mean, at it we had Messi, Suarez and, and Neymar yeah it's not only about the front three. It's not. It's not. But it's the supporting class, and I think. No, but you can't get to that stage. I think competition. Yeah. 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 It can't happen. happen but my problem with PSG is that they don't get to that. To that. Yeah, but again, yeah. I think when you have players, all right, they have, they've been amazing down the years. But when you're relying on players like Danny Alves and Thiago Silva, you can only go so far. That's Both. what I'm saying. Both on. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, but there's there's not been a lack of investment. So yeah, what is what is the issue with that there, club then? There is a, they're, they're investing in the wrong places. in the wrong places. Yeah. I think that's more than diamond on the French league. Someone is saying that any serious league, you won't get away with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Because exactly. I, I love Verratti and wait, who do they play with him now? Verratti, who's what number team? eight? Number eight. Uh, they signed him from Senit, I think. The oh, I know who you're talking about. I think Paredes? his name as well. Paredes? Yeah, Paredes. Paredes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Paredes, yes. Paredes, yes. Paredes, yes. Paredes, yes. Paredes, 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 because I think a lot of these signings are forced upon him. Yeah, like, no, no one's going to say no to an Mbappe. Oh, no one's going to say no to a Neymar. Well, the, the thing is about two shows that he has never pulled up any trees. So how yeah. do they know he's the right man to, to take PSG in the right direction? They I don't. But um, PSG are like, they're a designer club. So... They're just like yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. Even that with the Jordan kids, the Jordan kids. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Tucho should remain in his post. I think he's a bit of a flashy Dan. He looks the part, he sounds the part, but I think he gets found out on on the highest level. Mm. And you know, the French league is a league that you expect to win by a canter. Mm. That's already a gimme. Anyone can go there and win a league title, mm. but the Champions League is where you're judged and I think this season we've seen it so many times with PSG I mean they were up against Man United came crashing down we all remember that season under Unai Emery when they done the impossible and got knocked out of the Camp Nou so this seems to be something that's entrenched in PSG's DNA and I just think as you said, there's a lot of egos at the club, a lot of man um, personalities to manage, and yeah, it's difficult for managers. Let's be honest, they don't have the mentality. Because who who, go, who goes there? Who, who goes there to replace Tuchel? Yeah. And, 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 and that's better. Who? That Rafa Benitez is a man that they've identified in the summer. But I just want to go back to the point of mentality because that seems to be the the key word of, of yes. the conversation we're having today. Mm-hmm. And I think Dejan was telling me about the special treatment some of the players get. Yeah. Remember you were telling me about yeah. Neymar. What was it? Yeah, I think that they Neymar and Mbappe they're told like they have to be the last people to walk off the coach. Yeah. I remember there was a documentary I think at Liverpool. It showed all of the players getting off the coach, and both of them were staying at the back and walking out. And that's why oh, Rabiot's Done yeah, what he's done yeah, and all yeah, the players have to wear a club bag. It's their mentality. They can wear any bag they want. Yeah, Rabiot wasn't feeling Yeah, he came out and he criticized. And Neymar's allowed to go back to Brazil and do what he wants, while the others have to. And apparently in training as well, you're not allowed to really tackle Neymar. So how are you how yeah. you meant to create an ambience within the camp? That's what I mean. So that that club isn't. It's going to be hard for any manager to go there and and perform. Not really, no. I mean, in Europe. When, you, when you have that elite manager, 
It's my way or the highway. Who's an elite manager? That's out there. The and that goes back yeah, to my question: but, Who replaces? Tuchel? But the presidents at the club give the players the Mourinho. power. Yeah. So by setting all these things, Mourinho, Mourinho is the only one that can be with us. Yeah. Mourinho He's gonna drill them. But I think the players have so much power that they can probably veto Mourinho coming in. No, they might, but that's the only way because the mentality, for example, when they went to the camp, it was. We don't care about losing five one as 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 long as we I go think, through. That's I that's not the more, mentality. More to the board, they need to put a deterrent to the players that we're going to bring in a new manager, and if you don't abide by this manager, you're out. Yes. No, but so I you think the, the manager the power. I agree, but I think the president says to the players, "Oh, we're thinking about appointing Mourinho. How do you feel? Yeah, the name yeah, of yeah, yeah, no, that's, no, that's the problem. Um, yeah, that's, that's the problem. They need to set that deterrent and say, you know what, you players. This is not working. Yeah. So now we're going to do it the traditional way. Give the power to the manager sure. and let's see what you but guys But that's the way they sign players. When you got million pound players, though, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Because, because they sign players telling them... No, because... Not, how, how is it hard? You no, because... You put in the contract. Is perfect, is the, is wait, the wait, wait. But it's not the same thing. Yeah. They sign Neymar and Mbappé telling them, yo, you guys going to have whatever you want. So you have the last say on who's coming and who's not coming. Yeah, but that... That's a whole different argument entirely. I'm going back to Tunzi's point. Yeah. He's saying that if you have a player that's 200 million, they're obviously going to have the power. But my argument is, Felipe Coutinho, 145 million. Again, Bele, it's down to the club. Barca, Barca have a culture like that's entrenched. Like, in, there's, you can see with Man United, you can tell Pogba is a major part of that, the decisions that are made. For instance, like Mourinho going, you know... A, a lot of that was to do with Pogba, or even like how we're playing now. You know, it's a lot to do with Social's appointment. Social, Pogba's come out and said we want him to be the manager. Yeah, well, two weeks later, he's the yeah, manager. Yeah, but rumors are emanating that the relationship between the two is not. Yeah, it's true. I saw, I saw that, and that was from the mirror. So I don't, you can only take that. With <laughs> I think, I think yeah. we're going. I think we're going off. We're going off on a tangent. But what I will say is that PSG and Barcelona, you can't compare them. Yeah. When you're signing for PSG, you're going for money. When you sign for Barcelona, you're going to win things and money's a factor. But PSG, the way they entice you to the club is we're going to pay you 300k a week. Yeah. And that's the deciding factor. Fair play, fair play. So I'm just looking at time, unfortunately, guys. Um, uh, we, we, we've only got time now to, to just wrap up things with, with our prospects of the week. So I'd just like for all of you guys to, to share with us who you guys felt was the prospect of the week. For, for those of you who aren't aware of, of, of this segment and, and what it covers, Basically, a prospect is not a good thing. Whatever you may may, may, may know or think about that, that, that term, when it comes to the Beautiful Game podcast, it's the complete opposite. A prospect is someone who is a seasoned pro, um, but is playing as though they're playing uh, on a big stage for the very first time. Baggy touches, <laughs> overhit crosses, <laughs> own goals, red cards. clangers, red cards... Um, and a prospect can also be a manager. So in recent weeks, I think um, it's been it's, it's been um, uh, head to head really between Mustafi and and and, and uh, David de Gea, to be honest. Um, but I just want to hear from off the back of this this weekend's results. Who do you guys feel is the prospect of the? Week? Can it be a club as well? <laughs> <laughs> feel free, yeah, yeah. If the whole club is, <laughs> I, I would say, I would say no. <laughs> yeah. Three three loss in a bounce. All of mm. them is receiving three goals. Yeah. Emery didn't have no answer. Yeah, Ishmael, tell us a bit more about Emery because I know you're in the loop. Quickly, yeah. yeah, just very quickly. What what can Arsenal fans expect? And I some, think yeah. yeah, they can expect the top four 
for next season probably, mm-hmm. and they can expect from him winning the Europa League. That's his competition. Mm-hmm. I think they face Valencia. Yeah, no? yeah, 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 yeah. We have the same problem in Spain that here. Nobody from the top four that is fighting for the top four won. I don't mm. know why. Okay. And Valencia were in a good run, but apparently they're looking a bit tricky as well right now. Mm. So, so they have a chance. Uh, yeah. yeah. And he, kn- he knows the club inside out. He was a manager, so I think he knows how to beat them. Mm. I think that's the perfect segue to my prospect, and I'm going to take it down a level. So he said Arsenal, and I'm going to go with the Arsenal manager. <laughs> 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 Emery, I mean, yeah. I saw a lot of finger pointing to, to Noah Bell. It was yeah. literally like he was just doing anything on the sidelines. I mean, as I said earlier, it was a rancid performance from mm-hmm. the Arsenal. They said, why is he continuing to play Mustafi? He has no business playing, mm-hmm. but he continues to play him. And he continues to raise ugly, ugly head. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> I mean, three defeats in a row, nine yeah. goals conceded in a week. Come yeah, on, this yeah. is unacceptable mm-hmm. at Arsenal. And one thing I have to say is that if this was Arsene Wenger, and you're on a top four charge, he's delivering. Mm. And serious questions need to be asked of Una Emery, because I'm not impressed. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you say that, I mean, because when they went away and beat Watford, beat Napoli, I was sort of saying, wow, they're going to have a good season, and it's just spiralled out of control. Mm-hmm. Conceding three against um, Palace, conceding against Wolves and Leicester. And it's, it's really, it's funny, because this week has basically defined Una Emery's season, and mm. we... Even when Arsenal are winning, we're seeing the people say, oh, Emre out, I don't like his style of football. And we're now seeing more of these dissenting voices and taking over and they're looking like they've got an angle because the only thing is that this Europa League could be saving grace. Because let's say they finish fifth or sixth and you win the Europa League, I think it saves them. But I still think there'll be a contingent amongst Arsenal fans that will still want him out yeah. because they don't yes. I thought MK was coming out saying that this guy needs to go yeah yeah he was very vocal yeah. on the social media and we're getting a lot of fans like that we even had Mus the other week saying no nah, I'm not yeah. having Emre and we were all like what's real going on real yeah so it's interesting these guys are having dissenting voices so, also yeah. a lot of fans they don't want to win the Europa League because they don't want to be in the Champions League next season and get destroyed against like yeah. they did against Bayern. Yeah, they think yeah. the squad is not ready for that next step. Exactly. So, cool. So, uh, Dead. So, uh, let us know in your opinion who was your prospect of the week. I mean, I'm gonna sound like I'm on a repeat loop. I think I went for David De Gea um, last week yeah. after these exertions at the Camp Nou and against Everton, and I'm going for him again after these exertions against Manchester City and mm-hmm. today against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that used to save his team points. And now he's costing his team points. I mm. think it was on the same end where he made both of the errors, the Sane goal yeah. and again the Marcus Alonso goal. I mean, it's terrible keeping. I mm. mean, Man United on a top four charge. I mean, there's huge pressure on them getting this top four and it's looking like his mistakes might go a long way to yeah. deciding that they won't be getting the top four. So again, David De Gea, you're my prospect of the week. It's like, when, when saw him <laughs> after the goal, it's like, he was just thinking it. He was wishing that he was in quicksand. Yeah. Yeah. He just wanted that quicksand to yeah. swallow him up. Yeah, he just banged the ground. He's like, oh, what's going on, man? What, what's <laughs> wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Like, he was defeated already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah round us up, please. Tons. Ooh, my prospect of the week is going to be Deep Breath, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I think two wins and 11 is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I think um, he's made... 
I think he's been found out a lot, especially tactically. Um, I think the way he set, set, up, set the team up in certain games, bad. Even today, where we're chasing a win, you take off Mata, you bring in Tom McTominay, that tells me you're, 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 you don't want to win this game. Yeah, you're looking, you're, you're taking a point when we need the three points mm. for a win. And again, it's not the same. Even um, yeah. No, no, my, my, just quickly before we round up, my biggest problem with Oli is that any time in the post-match press conference or the pre-match press conference is the Man United way. We need That's to do my this, we need to problem. do that. When I listen to a manager, I want to learn from them. Yeah. I want to see why it went wrong tactically, yeah. what we need to do better tactically. And any time I see Oli, it's just generic. Yeah, because we're, again, we're a very sentimental team mm-hmm. and social is part of that sentiment, as in the Man United way. Man United, Man United trained, in um, the cliff, yeah. Man United, <laughs> Man United DNA. I didn't like. So, tell us it though. At least you know, bring some sort yeah, of as in, that's analysis to it. And I, I was I, saying I wanted a Pochettino because I want a, I want a manager who has his footballing ideals, his own philosophy, and he, I want him to bring that to the club. Not come and say let's start playing how we were playing in nineteen ninety eight because again, footballs come away from that. Fair play, man. So fa- thanks for that. Thank you all for for chipping in with your your prospects of the week and also your your views and your takes on on everything just want to say a massive uh, a shout out and thanks to, to to tund for for coming and joining us man you're, you're always welcome you're part of the, the tbg family ishmael of course as, as always our, our faithful spanish correspondent apparently he's on the flight back to spain right? oh yeah you're going to the game uh, isn't it? going to the come now on wednesday <laughs> <laughs> So no, that'll be, that'll, yeah, that'll be interesting, man. So, yeah, just want to say a, a massive shout out and thanks to all of you listeners as well that are supporting the, the, the channel and, and helping us to continue to grow. We really do appreciate all of your support and all of your help. Um, and we just want to ask you to continue to do so, man. Continue supporting us. Help us to continue to, to grow our, our Twitter following. I think we're at 243 or if I'm not or, or so at the moment. So, you know, our next milestone is, is, is the 300. Help us to do that. Share it amongst your friends, your, your work colleagues, your group chats. It's at podcast underscore TBG. And as we did last week, we're going to be putting out a tweet with uh, a few of our, the prospects that we shared today. Um, and we just want you guys to respond and engage with us and just let us know who your prospects of the week are using the hashtags POTW and TBG pod. Also, just lastly, thanks to um, Tons for coming on. Yeah, yeah thanks. Um, we appreciate that. You don't give you enough credit on here, so brilliant hosting. Yeah, yeah man. Thank you, man. Yeah, definitely, man. We appreciate, appreciate your work and you're doing your job <laughs> and yeah, you're delivering on a nice, weekly man. basis. So, thank appreciate you. that, lads. Appreciate that. All right. Thank you very much, listeners. Until the next episode, over and out. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.